This is John with Eat Sleep Fantasy, and I'm here to tell you today that if you have not gone to manscaped.com, I don't know what your problem is because these people solve all of your problems. If you are a male, if you groom below your belt line, this is the place for you. Manscaped.com, head over there, use promo code ESF. Here's what you get, 20% off whatever you purchase, plus free shipping, and if you buy one of their kits, you get a free travel bag. What are you waiting for? Improve your personal life by heading to manscaped.com and fix all of your male grooming needs. It's a one-stop shop, amazing products, great customer service. What more do you need? Manscaped.com, use promo code ESF. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Gwendolyn of Fantasy Football Podcasts. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me as always is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? Uh, the Gwendolyn I know because we were just talking about it off air. You think uh, my daughter's name and the potential names of my future daughter uh, sounds really old. And uh, yeah, I get it. The Dorothy of Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, that's okay. Is that's, there... that's okay. I don't have anything bad okay. to say. Jeez, I know. I like that name, actually, Dorothy. The other names on the list that you picked... Um, we'll talk about old. it in a second. We'll, I'll, I'll talk about it in a second. Uh, okay. We do have a very, very special guest today. Uh, you heard us talk about Fantasy Go in the previous episodes. You know we believe in them. Uh, you can actually sign up to be... an. Uh, for me to be an analyst of your Yahoo team, whether it's, you know, you're on the road a lot or whatever's going on, uh, you can just go to fantasygo.com, look for me, and then, uh, or look for other analysts. There's a bunch on there now. Uh, basically, pick us to help you run your team, all sorts of stuff. I know David can explain a lot better than I am right now, but uh, we welcome uh, David from Fantasy Go. How's it going, man? What's up, lads? How you doing? Doing all right, doing and, all right. Uh, awesome. Just FYI, I think Gladys is the way to go. Yeah, I, I picture a yeah seventy year old woman, yeah you know, smoking uh, smoking a cigarette on the porch, you know, yeah. yelling at young children. That's 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 the name for me. There's Enid. Nothing. You want to go Enid? That's way too. Look, you have to go a little. It's more classic than old, right? We have to go classic here. Um, oh, like uh, Harriet. Uh, Harriet's not bad. There's some uh, you know history with that name. I don't know. Um, but anyways, David, uh, fantasy go before we get into it, uh, one wait, hold on. Let, let me back up a little bit. Uh, thank you to fantasy go first of all, cause we do have an announcement and I'm going to tie this right in and then David can explain to him, to you guys exactly what fantasy go is if you haven't heard, but, uh, with you know, being partners with them, we, they have provided us with a bunch of shirts to give out. You guys know, we love to give stuff out. Uh, last year we gave away, I think over a hundred shirts. Um, so we're not going that crazy because that was way too much work for me. I was going to the post office like every day with big boxes of stuff. So we're not doing that, but, uh, fantasy go is providing us with a bunch of merch that we're going to give away. We haven't decided exactly how, uh, maybe like one a week, a couple a week, um, to, you know, our loyal listeners. So stay tuned for that. Cause I'm going to be giving those away. Like, uh, Oprah gives out cars, but, uh, no worries. So Dave, glad, glad to, glad to be part of it guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, for sure. Thanks. Uh, what, what, do people what should people expect out of fantasy go first of all and then we'll we'll kind of get into uh, what we're doing later in this episode i just want to get uh get everybody familiar with what you're doing yeah sure uh well uh i guess fantasy go uh i, I thought of the idea is, is about a year ago or so when you know like uh, a lot of other people listening to those mainstream type of podcasts and uh there's certain big name analysts that i won't uh won't name but you know, this guy was in nine leagues and he won one of them. I'm like, who's this guy, you know, call himself an expert winning one out of nine leagues? You know, half my buddies 
you know, do do better than this guy. They're in three leagues and they win two of them, you know. So I was thinking there's got to be a way for the regular diehard fantasy fan to be able to give advice and, you know, make money out of it out of these guys. So uh, that's kind of why I created uh, Fantasy Go. Uh, to, to give you a, a run through, it's a, a marketplace, you know, kind of like the, the Uber or Airbnb, if you will, um, of fantasy football. So we've got a bunch of analysts, obviously, like yourself, uh, Dale, on there, people, you know, in the industry who uh, – who are you know well versed and and know their stuff about fantasy, um, and you know they're there to to pretty much take your team to the next level. So right now we're just in Yahoo, uh, but yeah we got a couple of big announcements. So uh, in two weeks we're actually going to be open to all platforms, and we're also going to have a DFS auction option. Uh, so there's going to be a chat feature where you get to actually talk to your analyst all week long, back and forth. Uh, you can discuss who to put in your DFS lineup or what have you. Um, and just with the season-long stuff, if you want to talk trades with your analyst, you can go back and forth. They obviously will uh, help you set your lineup and what have you. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's really what Fantasy Go is. You know, right now uh, in Yahoo, you uh, you sign up, uh, log into your Yahoo account, select your analyst just like you would select a room on Airbnb. Uh, you know, based on price, rating, and what have you. Um, and pretty much that's it. There's two options. There's the full service mode where your analysts can do uh, star sits, ad drops, uh, you know, bench moves back and forth. Uh, so pretty much you can just sit back, relax, you know, just drink a beer, and, and your analyst will make sure that they're taking care of your team uh, all week long pretty much. Uh, yeah. If you don't want anyone to, to drop your team, uh, there's star sit mode where all they do is move players to and from the bench. So... Uh, sorry, we went, went a little bit of a rant, but uh, yeah, that's kind no. of it in a nutshell. No, it's awesome. I mean, we've been talking about it for a while, and you know, when I talked to you early on uh, in the preseason, uh, I mean, you know, I was excited about it um, and, and happy to talk about it here. Whether or not you're a partner of ours, I think it's a really cool product for fantasy football, and, and we're all for it. So pretty cool stuff, and uh, I expect it to grow. I know this is your first year doing this, but um, you know, already off to an awesome start, and I, I expect it to grow into something pretty cool. So. Pretty good stuff. Thanks, Christian. Yeah. So I just want to kind of chime in a little bit um, for our listeners, because I think what is so cool about your platform is you have both sides of it, right? You have the people that want to be the expert and the people that um, want to potentially just have someone run their teams for them, whether they're just in too many leagues or they're doubting, you know, the moves that they're making or whatever it might be. Um, it's just kind of it's that perfect complement of both sides, whatever you're kind of looking for that really <clears throat> draws me to the app because I can go on there and be an expert. And then I can also go on there and have somebody run all these leagues that, <laughs> that I may not want to manage. You know what I mean? So like it's 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 such a perfect complement yeah. of a service that it's it's a really great idea. Yeah. yeah and, and just quickly, the, the one thing also, if, if, if you're 0 and 4 right now or even 1 and 3 and, and you, you want to make sure you make that playoff push, I mean, this is really the best way to kind of pop the hood of, of your fantasy team, if you will. Um, you know, your analysts can see all your league rules, your point scoring system, whether it's half PPR, whether there's bonus points for rushing over 100 yards. They can see your waiver wire and make all those changes. So if you're worried that, you know, you should be a first overall pick instead of Saquon, uh, and you you made a few bad moves, then uh, you hire someone like Dale to jump on there, and and he can go in there and do ad drops and clean it up so your team is uh, spick and span, if you will. There you go, awesome. All right, all right. So uh, we haven't said it yet, but today we are doing a uh, full fledged mailbag episode, uh, all from our Eat Nation private group on Facebook. We posed a question yesterday for mailbag. We got a ton of uh, stuff, so um, I don't know. Uh, we could talk about that. <laughs> all right um, cool oh, well yeah, hold on. So I, we... actually actually hold on i was kind of dragging because i uh i was looking for my notes because there are a couple things that we want to mention one eatsleepfantasy.com it is a website uh get all our rankings subscribe do all the good stuff all the articles from uh all of our awesome writers we have a ton of contributors now helping out with some weekly articles so definitely check those out it's going to help you every every day of the week uh from streaming to rankings sit and starts waivers all that stuff Two, uh, pretty big announcement, but we are have getting an app in the Apple uh, Apple App Store. So nice. be on the lookout for that. It's probably going to be dropping, hopefully, by the time you hear this episode. But Apple gets kind of weird, so I don't know how that's going to work. But um, as soon as, uh, maybe just check it periodically and download it. There's going to be uh, episodes and chats and uh, the little chat window and all that stuff. So 
It's gonna be you awesome. You came out there with real confidence, Dale. <laughs> well, because I, the the fact is, I I was really like I've been working on this stuff for a couple of weeks, and I right. really wanted to announce it, but that I, right. Apple's so weird. I don't know what they're doing, but it's up there. It says it's ready to go. It just has to hit the App Store, which. If it's not ready by the time you hear this episode, we'll try again on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be awesome. So, And right. uh, that's about it. Yeah, so let's get into some questions. Uh, All right. Let's do it, man. How First about, question. Look, look. How, hold on. How about this? How about this? Be- no. it, so Christian brought up the names because my daughter's name is Beatrice, and we are mm-hmm. talking about names for our second daughter that's going to be born probably in the next week or two. And uh, we are between like – uh, Dorothy, Margaret, uh, Eleanor, and jeez, uh, I already forgot the other one. Oh, uh, oh, Josephine. Yeah, that's the other one. So we're between those. Christian said they were really too old. Uh, so I think we should give the oldest sounding person that asked us a question a t-shirt. That's a cool. The oldest idea. sounding person that asked us a question. So we'll we'll go through this list. Oh man. Um, that's going to be good, but let's, let's go ahead and get started with the questions. And as I read the name, we'll give it an old ranking. Ready? Let's do it. All right. First question comes in from Brad Jackson on our Facebook group. And he asks, what the hell do I do with Baker? I'm in a two quarterback keeper league and this guy is stinking it up. Uh, he is. But the good thing about it is he has an amazing schedule. You got to hold on to him, especially yep. in, a, in a two quarterback league. I mean, dude, he's a he's a top twenty four guy. He might be on the bottom level right now, but if you look at his schedule, and I, I know I just posted this in our chat earlier today, Christian. Right. If you look at his schedule later in the year, uh, from weeks eleven through fifteen, it's pretty amazing. So here's a couple of things you can do. You ready? Baker Mayfield, amazing schedule from week 11 to 15. And if you're looking for a guy that you could potentially acquire very cheaply that has a great schedule from weeks 5 through 10 to get you there, that has stunk it up to start the season. You ready for this? Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Sure. I'm going to read to you who he has upcoming the next five weeks. New York Giants, 26th against the pass. Philadelphia Eagles, 28th against the pass. Detroit Lions, 19th against the pass. Washington Redskins, 29th against the pass. Kansas City, 25th against the pass. Not a single team that's in the top 10, much less the top 18. And four of those five matchups are against bottom, uh, like 25 or below against the pass for Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> yeah. The one thing I the one thing I'll say quickly just about about Baker is especially in a two quarterback league, uh, and I'm not sure if they mentioned they're in a 10, 12 man league or what have you, but uh, there is so many question marks at quarterback now. I mean, even as great as Gardner Minshew is, is it a guarantee that he keeps his job? Uh, right. You know, when when Foles comes back, for me, I'll take Baker all day long, knowing that guy's a stud. And you got to look at the facts. He's got Nick Chubb as his running back. He's got Landry. He's got Beckham. I mean, he's got three amazing weapons. You know, it's the first four weeks. Give the guy a break. He'll bounce back. Yep. He just threw for 342 yards and uh, completed two-thirds of his passes. I, I understand that he only threw for one touchdown, but when you put up 40 points, that has to current kind of correct itself a little bit. When you're throwing for that many yards, scoring that many points, eventually the touchdowns will start to shift um, I, I, I just kind of think that's a little bit more of an anomaly with what's happened because he's passed for 285 or more in three out of his four games, right? But only thrown for a touchdown in every game, one touchdown every game. That, to me, is a numerical anomaly when you've put up, you know, 40 points this past game and only get one touchdown. It, it just it doesn't add up. And he had the same start last year. I mean, he was... He was off to a very slow start. Then midway through the season, he just was firing on all cylinders. So right. uh, I'm a believer in Baker. Uh, yeah, I'm not massive on the huge Cleveland Brown hype, but nonetheless, he's a good quarterback. He's a starting quarterback. Stick with him. And in two QB league, I don't think you're going to get the return that you want for him. You got to stick it up, basically. Yeah. All right. Manny, all right. <clears throat> Manny Parra is next. Wait, hold on. Brad, uh, not a very old school name. Uh, he's Don't even put his name in the hat. 
Manny Parra wants to know, is Melvin Gordon a viable start regardless of matchup for this week? Is he... I'll let you answer this, Christian. A viable start as in like RB two to three? Sure. I think you kind of have to wait to see what his usage will be. But I, I think if he's on the field and he gets even 40% of the work, he's probably going to score. Like that, that offense has been pretty good, especially with the run, especially with Austin Eckler. And you plug in Melvin Gordon um, in – a portion of what his role typically is, I think he'll be fine. And I think, you know, his role will continue to increase as the season progresses. I don't know if it's going to be an all out, hey, he's back and we're going to run him into the ground like normal. But um, I still think you got to play him if you got him. I don't yeah. think you have much options unless you have, you know, three top 24 running backs outside of Melvin Gordon, which I doubt. But maybe your team is stacked and you can send a follow up question. But uh, I think Gordon is a viable start, and you should be starting him this week. I think a solid flex play this week, uh, it, just because even if he gets eight carries, okay, I mean, I'm just throwing that on the wall. I don't I don't have a clue, but say it is eight carries, they could all be with inside the five-yard line. <laughs> you know, so he can have eight carries and two touchdowns and, you know, 20 yards. We don't know. Uh, that's not that crazy to think that he can do that. So because of that reason, I would I would have him as a flex this week. My theory is, if you have a stud, I'd rather start a stud and then put up a goose egg rather than start someone who you know is going to be the backup. I'm a big Austin Eckler fan. I totally get it. He's been beyond incredible. Uh, you got amazing value out of Eckler you know, for the first four weeks, right? But Melvin Gordon is the starter. That's that's the fact. You know, like When Saquon comes back, he is the starter. Gorman goes back to the backup. Austin Eckler is still going to get time, in my opinion, Right. But like you said, Dale, if, if if you know Melvin Gordon's going to get ten touches, I'll take that all day long because those ten touches could go for eighty yards and two touchdowns. Right, right. Yeah, to me, once Melvin Gordon's back to full strength, Austin Eckler will go down from the twenty-three touches a game that he's getting, which is great. Uh, down to you know he he was running the ball, he ran the ball eighteen times and caught five passes. He'll go down from that to. 10 touches a game, but he's still going to have value. It definitely won't be the, you know, 33 points in standard that we saw in week one, but it'll be a very serviceable running back, and, and Melvin Gordon will eventually grow back to being that RB1. Uh, but I say give it a couple weeks till we get there. So, uh, Manny's not an old name like you mentioned. What about Matt Scalisi? I said that horribly. <laughs> that was probably wrong. Uh, Matt is... Scalise? Matt... No. Khaleesi? No. That's you know the actually this is kind of weird because there's a lot of men writing on uh, you know on this board. Uh, there's not like a lot of classical men's names. Like you think of like old ladies' names. I guess like there's like Larry is kind of an old man's name. I don't know. Like it's weird. There's not a lot of uh old men's name like there is old ladies. That's weird. Anyways, we've got Rick Brig. That's kind of fun to say. Rick Brig. Say that 10 <laughs> yeah. times fast. Dude, I can't think of a young Larry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like Larry. Larry David. Yeah. Larry King. Uh-huh. Larry exactly. Bird. Yeah, they're old. I can't think of a young Larry, man. <laughs> I guess Walt is old. Like, you know, Walter. That's a pretty old name. Anyways, uh, Matt Scalisi. Do you trade Connor and Ingram for McCaffrey? Uh I, the 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 reason why mailbag sucks so, sometimes is because we don't know your format. We don't know who's on you know who else is on your team. So if you are on the side of Connor and Ingram trading away from McCaffrey, I like the upgrade from Connor to McCaffrey on your running back. If you have a decent tight end, you know even like an, a tight end two, you know or a you know a, a kind of a mid mid level tight end. You're okay. I would definitely do that trade, but we really don't know. What do yeah. you think here? Is, I'll answer is this it question sure pretty yes simply. No? Unless it's it is going to be a pretty like a ninety percent uh, yes for me. Yeah. However, unless you're in a league where you're starting a lot of players, so right, if you're in a league where you're starting, for example, they are a dynasty league where um, depth is more. If you're in a league where depth is more important than strength at the top. Right, you're starting three running backs and four wide receivers and two flexes, as opposed to a standard like two, two, one. Then you don't 
necessarily need to trade away depth. But if you have if you're in a regular league, right, you're two running backs, two wide receivers, or two running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex or something like that, I definitely want to take some of that depth and consolidate it into the best possible player. And I think the upgrade from Connor to McCaffrey so far, what we've seen this season is actually significant. Um, McCaffrey's been the number one player or running back in fantasy so far this year. And I think has a chance to finish as that. So um, I would do this trade. I would. I, I, I think the giving up Ingram is worth um, doing that. I understand that Ingram has had two very nice games um, at the tight end position, but I think it's it's worth doing um, depending on making sure that you're not in a league where depth is is overvalued. Sure. And, so uh, a 90% yes. Sure. And if your only other tight end option is, I don't know, um, you know, Greg Olson, I would, I would uh, be on the fence. I, I agree with that. The one thing I'll say about trading low, I mean, in, in my opinion, with a trade, it's uh, you got to treat it kind of like buying a stock. You know, buy the hype, sell the, or buy the news, sell the hype. Right now, right now, Connor's stock is so low. Well, if you trade him, you're getting trash. You're not trading Connor and getting yourself DeAndre Hopkins and uh, you know Ezekiel Elliott or something, right? You're getting some mid-level wide receiver too. Why not wait till Connor has a breakout game or two, which we know he will have? Then you're going to get value. Then you're going to get yourself maybe a wide receiver one or a low-end RB1. You might be able to get yourself a Leonard Fournette and a Robert Woods or something to that effect, you know. I'm just a big believer in wait till your dud has one big game, then sell. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, Brendan Rivard. Uh, what do I do if I have Kittle and Waller? What are some trade targets? Um... I think you get whoever will be paid more for, which I think is Kittle. I think people still – I know Kittle's had a little bit of a slower start, but um, if you added a touchdown to any of those games, he's suddenly a top five-ish tight end, right? He's tight end 13 with a bye right now. Yep. So um, – I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you a perfect guy to trade if you have Kittle and and you have Waller. Uh, Kenny Galladay, I think, is a pretty good target for Kittle. Yeah, I'd I be think he can get Kittle. more. Um, would you do? You think you can get Tyreek Hill out of Kittle? Uh, if you can do it now, because Tyreek Hill is already kind of, you know, working his way back. So if he, he's had such a hard hot start, Tyler Lockett. I, I, from a guy that people are kind of low on, right? You get go go get that 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 buy low. But if you can sell, hold on, hold on. It, it all depends on who you can sell for more. Because I'm comfortable starting either of these guys the rest of the season. And maybe but somebody looks at Waller and says he started hot and he's not going to cool down all season. So maybe you can go out there and sell Waller for a lot as well. And I would, I I think I'd rather have Kittle the rest of the season. And and and, and um, he's going to be. I think magic in the second half of the season. Um, but if you can sell Waller for more, I, I, I'd sell whoever I can get a better deal from. It's, and it's going to be, Kittle. I don't care because they're both going to be just fine at tight end for the rest of the year. Okay. But you're not answering his question. Who should his trade targets be? I'm though. I'll throw out a couple of names. Like I said, Kenny Galladay, I think uh, Tyreek Hill, maybe even like Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin, if you can, I'll give you a good one. Because okay. uh, you went with the banged up theme, give me T.Y. Hilton. Sure, that's good. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton's banged up, but he started the season hot. Has four touchdowns in the three games that he played, and didn't even play a full third game. Sure. Okay. So, I think T.Y. Hilton would be a good target to to trade away George Kittle. Okay. Uh, see, I'll, I'll be, he might miss another game, but I'd be on the end of the Waller. I mean, I, I believe in Kittle, and I firmly believe he's going to bounce back. I mean, he's the guy who who led the league, uh, the tight end with the most receptions last year. I think he broke the all-time record, right? Something to that effect. Uh, but So I'd, I'd rather trade away Waller, and you can probably get someone who isn't having that great of a performance. For me, I would try target Juju. Everyone's so down on Juju, but he'll bounce back. So if I can keep Kittle, 
trade someone like Waller, who everyone's hyping about, uh, and get yourself a wide receiver one like Juju, who, you know, if you believe he'll bounce bounce back like I do, you, you're going to have a stud wide receiver one and a tight end one on your team. Cool. Uh, before we move on, uh, guys, just give me one second. My uh, my recording thing is acting weird. I just want to make sure it's recording. So give me a second. I'll cut this out. Let me just let me. I'm just going to listen to making sure it's being recorded. All right, perfect. That's good. All right. Uh, Christian, you ready? Yep. All right, go ahead. Just count down. Three, two, one. I, I thought you were going to say something there, Dale. <laughs> All right, three, three, <laughs> three, uh, three, two, one. All right, so let's move on uh, to the next question. Kyle Rapp, is Darwin Thompson a must-drop at this point? The preseason hype of him being number two is has seen him drop to is he even active status. I 100% agree. I think Darwin Thompson, I wouldn't say a must drop. That's that's pretty harsh. But is he droppable? Absolutely. You agree? Disagree? Correcto. I agree. Okay. We'll move on. Uh, Rick Briggs. Rick is an old school name. Uh, Rick Briggs says, rest of the season, Montgomery, can he still be a reliable? Is Kyle Rapp a real name? That sounds like a nickname. Yeah, it does. Sound I just want to go back to that. Yeah, maybe. Do you like, get a choice when you when your name's Rick? Do you get a, a choice to call yourself Rich, or is that really on your parents? You know, at what age are you like? You know what? I'm going to be Rick instead of Rich. I cannot imagine like a five year old named Rick. That would be weird. There, there has to be a, a transition period. Uh, Ricky, like let's say, okay. okay, all right, let's say you're down here, you're in South Florida, you're Hispanic, your real name is Ricardo. Sure. Right. Right. You could be a kid, and somebody calls you Rick or Ricky. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's kind of what what do you do with a name like Graham? Yeah, can you imagine a three year old Graham? Yeah, that's yeah, that's an old school one too. That's good. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying, Dale. You really want to name your baby Margaret? <laughs> Dude, three year old Florence. Come on, man. <laughs> that's where it's at. If you name her Gladys, she's a hundred percent gonna be four years old with glasses. Yeah. reading you the paper yeah yeah <laughs> she'll be telling back in my day stories when she's seven i'm telling you <laughs> that's good uh, all right so rest of the season montgomery can he be reliable number two um oh he's trying to get two questions in here and then also what caliber players would you trade for barkley if you're three and one and have galman galman in standard league uh let's go start with the rest of the season for montgomery can he be reliable too? Can he? Absolutely. Uh, will, will the Bears he? allow him to? Uh, would the Bears allow him to? I don't know. Oh, man. That's such a rough question. I, I'm i going to RB2, like, number 24? <laughs> like, dude, like, at this point, I'd rather, even even with a lesser workload, I'd rather start Austin Eckler. Like I'd feel more comfortable about it than starting David Montgomery. Like, in stand- he just has not been good, man. In, in a standard league, he is definitely flex worthy. He's in the top thirty in standard league. He only has one touchdown. You have to. You think- can't even tell me he's not getting the work, man. Eighteen, thirteen, and twenty-one carries in the last three games. Yeah, fit, fit. he's the definition of of work of uh, game script dependency. He's the him and Josh Jacobs, I think, have the same problem. When when Oakland and or Chicago are within one touchdown, it's the Montgomery show. The moment they're two touchdowns, trying to chase the lead, in comes Tariq. You know, uh, I don't know. I just I just think he's too game script dependent. In my opinion, you know, he has a potential to be a three down back, but I don't think he's done enough in the first four weeks to show that he's a bell cow. Sure. I agree. Uh, he can, he could definitely, I see, you know, the last quarter of the season weeks, I don't know, 12 through 16. Uh, he has potential to be really, really good. Uh, you know, already 58 carries that's 15th in the league. 200 rushing yards is not that bad, although you know it's not in the top tier, but it's 3. not that 4 bad. Three point four yards to carry is bad. Well, the problem is a one touchdown. That's what I'm trying to say. Is yeah. if if he can get in the end zone, I mean his value goes from a you know flex to a strong RB two, and if he's you know if he improves his running game or whatever, 
the Bears are going to be in games just based off their defense. They're going to play good defensive ball, and they're going to want to keep and hold the ball as long as they can you know, to keep it away. So I like David Montgomery a lot. Right now, he's flex-worthy. He can end up the season, I think, as a strong RB, too. Also wish he was doing a little more in the receiving game. On pace right now, if everything stayed the same for about 32 catches, that's not great, man. I agree. It's not great for for an offense that, I mean, Jordan Howard can't catch, and he was fucking catching the ball in this offense. Like, come on, man. But if he's sitting in your flex, then I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, he, he was saying RB2. I think, like, he's a low-end RB2. Like, he, I would have him probably around 24 or 25 for the rest of the season if I was ranking right now. Yeah, I think I would too. Um, I think that's where he belongs. He's a, he's a low-end RB2, high-end flex. Sure. Bef- yeah, I agree. I agree. And he is right there around Josh Jacobs. With the potential to be better, but it's, it's on him because I think the work's still going to be about the same. Yes. Just has to produce with it. Yeah. That's all. I that offense, I think, it'll get better. Will get better. Fuck. It can't. It can't <laughs> look sloppier, can it? I don't know. They have a good offense on paper, man. I don't know. That's what always happens with the teams everyone hypes up. Last year, everyone was all about the Broncos, and that didn't exactly turn out that great, you know. This year, it was the Browns and the Bears, and it's it's the curse, the curse of the uh, the teams who are going to blow up. Yep, good on paper. Uh, all right, uh, let's just really quick. Uh, who would you trade for Barkley? Uh, some guys that you might consider. Um, we don't. I mean, actually, Barkley. We didn't really talk about any news, but he is out on the practice field, running a little bit. Looks okay. They said he's ahead of schedule. So based off of that, um, I don't know. I mean, he's in that. He also has Gallman, by the way, so he can like afford to give away someone good. While Barkley comes back, sure. So I, I think, I think that's nice. So, um, I would treat it as you're going to trade for an RB one. Try to give away an a RB two or wide receiver two. Sure. See if would you guys, out. would you guys trade Fournette for Barkley? Yes. You don't think the last game is a sign of things to come, or do you think that's him overhyped? I think Fournette, I, and I know John mentioned this on the on the last pod or the pod before, uh, has a shot of being you know a top ten twelve guy rest of the season, um, but I don't think he is the top three potential that John mentioned. Right, twenty nine carries, two hundred twenty five yards. Those games happen, but they don't happen for the Jags very, very often. often, right? <laughs> and I, I do think Fournette will be fine. But I think he's going to be closer to what we saw um, versus Tennessee um, as opposed to what we saw versus Denver. Listen, I think he's closer to the 10 to 16 point per game guy than the uh, what did he have this last game? Right. Uh, whatever. Right. In a standard the, league. Yeah. The, the so he's closer to, to like a Derrick Henry that, you know, 15, 10, 10, mm-hmm. that kind of. That's That's what I expect. I don't expect what we saw last week, but I could be wrong. Listen, but man, when we're ranking, I, I haven't with Fournette before. Christian. Let me throw out a name. Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram for Barkley straight up. I, I would do that. I, I have Mark Ingram and I would love to do that. Listen, when, when we're ranking fantasy, you know, fantasy football players, Christian, you know this from last year because you were, uh, doing really well on the fantasy pros ranking expert platform. This mm-hmm. year just seems like I'm doing really, really well. But what we do is we're playing – we're just playing the odds here. Who – yes, Fournette could be awesome. But on the level at Saquon Barkley is when he's healthy, he's a game changer and he is going to win you games. Every single week he's going to win you games. Uh, can Fournette do it every now and then? Absolutely. But let's just play the odds here and say if you have Saquon Barkley, uh, you're you're a safe top two, three, running back every single week. See, see, my thing is this, is opportunity. I mean, and I could be wrong here. I believe Fournette got 29 carries. Yeah. I know this question is about Barkley. Don't get me wrong. But 29 carries, there is only a handful of running backs in this league. Uh, I mean, I don't even think Zeke got that many carries last week. Um, you know, there's, there's only a handful of, of running backs who get that opportunity. If you're getting 29 carries, 
yeah, 15 of them might go for three yards, but he's the kind of guy who might bust out for one or two, you know, same with Ingram, to be honest. You give Ingram 20 to 30 carries, you can almost guarantee 100 yards and a touchdown. The thing is, how quickly when the Jags, you know, go down by 10 points, will they stray away from that? And I think very quickly, right? If the way if they're out here and and they're playing like like they did in week one, they're playing Kansas City. They will stray away from that because you look and and see his carries for that game. He had thirteen carries. So I I think it's a it's it he is not as um, game script dependent as some of the other running backs that we've mentioned because I think he's still going to get his, especially if Jacksonville wants to control that that tempo and 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 the ball. Um, I, I just I don't think. Fournette will get close to 29 carries again this season. No, I don't yeah. either. I don't either. Fair enough. All I right. know there's questions about Barkley, so sorry for the uh, sidetrack. If you can get That's Barkley fine. for That's whatever fancy. whatever you can do to get Barkley, you can get him because he's a game changer. And I don't know about whatever. Numbers. Try to get him at a value. If you can't, it's fine. Uh, look, even if he's back in a couple weeks, if you trade him anything other than a top five running back, you're winning. He has Gallman. But that's the only reason I'm doing it that like that much pulling that trigger. Sure. I'll give you a guy that I would I would trade away. Um, give me Aaron Jones trading him away. People sure. still believe in him for that's some fucking reason. That's yeah, good, definitely. Uh, all right. So uh, Steve wants to know why can't Armando pronounce his name names correctly? That's Armando can't really pronounce his own name correctly. Let's move it's, on. The last couple of episodes for Armando were really bad, so I apologize. He messed up fucking David Waller. <laughs> like if you name your daughter like Macy. Uh, if you name her Maxine, yeah, he's just gonna call your daughter Max, and you just and you just call him David Waller when it's Darren. So, Darren Waller, the, fucking hell, <laughs> Dale. I'm throwing a name out there. I just got Ma- Mabel. Oh, Mabel's Mabel, a good one. you know she's she's taken up knitting at the age of four. Come on, man. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask. Uh, the name Mabel. What do you think? Oh. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. She said no. Ready? You ready for this? A name where the full name and the nickname both sound old. Lucinda. Lucinda. Oh, and then her nickname is Lucy. And her nickname is Lu- We do like Lucy. We we kind of mess around with that name, but it's too, uh, yeah, it's too, like, frilly. Beatrice? Uh, I mean, you can shorten that to Beat, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, our daughter's name is Beatrice. First daughter is Beatrice? Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. Okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> so well, what, do you, what do you nickname her? Uh, some people call her B. B? Yeah, all right. Yeah, but I call her Beatrice. Very but, cool. Um, all right, so Richard, Rosemary, and then her nickname is Rose. Another name where it's both names sound old. We sound we we talked about Rose too as a middle name actually. All right, love it. It makes me think of the old lady from Titanic. <laughs> uh, Richard, uh, oh Richard from Orlando, the, the guy that we hung out with, Christian, last time. His we name could it be old? Yeah, it depends. Be, yeah. On a scale one to ten. How fucking pumped are you for the new Joker movie? Scale one to ten, quick. Is that in the? Uh, just I'm going to give it a five or six. David, I'm I'm about a four just because I feel like it's going to ruin Heath Ledger's legacy. Oh, so I'll God. watch it, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, was, I'm going to go an eight because I I don't know. I have, I'm pretty excited to see the movie, and I don't see a lot of movies. I think it's going to be a good one. All right, next one, uh, Stevie. Can Clayton explain why he is a Texans fan from Canada? Uh, Texas fan has a Canadian. Um, I think he got like some free merchandise from the Texans at one point, and uh, he decided to be a fan. But you can ask Clayton when he comes on the next episode. Uh, you're from Canada, and you have to be like a fan of a state. Yeah, you're you're gonna pick like either Texas or something in New York or something right. in California. Right. So like, te- you know, right. Texas is a good call. Uh, Steve, well, Steve, you guys want to know? You guys want to know just quickly my uh, the team I follow, and this may be the uh, because of this, this might be the last episode can you guys I, ever had me on. It's can uh, I say no? If it's, it's a if it's, it's a Patriots, <laughs> I'm gonna hang up on you. I'm telling you right now, if it's a Patriots, David, I'm hanging up. So we should move on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, give me a here's my rationale. There, there is rationale on the bandwagon. So, so I moved to this country about seven and a half years ago, right? Okay. And my buddy goes to me, Dave, you got to play fantasy football. I'm like, dude, what the hell is fantasy football? He goes, dude, it's easy. All you got to do is pick a QB, a receiver, a running back. I'm like, man, what is a QB and what is a receiver? 
So anyway, I auto-drafted my team, and I coincidentally had Brady, Gronk, Edelman, Goskowski, and the Patriots D. So <laughs> because of that, I just naturally started following. I don't, and know. Then, I don't know if that's good I, enough. I realized that everyone hates the Patriots. Yeah. But it was too late. I already, I already <laughs> you know, made my mark. But here's the thing. Everyone hates them. What's more patriotic than loving the Patriots? Uh. I don't want to talk about uh, that. Mark Ingram with his exactly 69 fantasy points in standard leagues. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That's Steve, enough of that. Stevie, That's even in decimal scoring. Just throwing that out there. Stevie wants to know what is Mixon's outlook rest of the season with this terrible uh, O-line. Uh, oh. Fucking horrible. <laughs> is that Does that kind of sum it up there? Um. Okay. I'm going to give you some running backs horrible. who have outscored Joe Mixon so far this year. Ready for it? Jeff Wilson, <laughs> Raheem Mostert, well. Peyton Barber, yeah. uh, Jordan Howard, Ronald Jones, Wayne Gallman, and Frank Gore. Royce Freeman. <laughs> so no that was way, not Royce. Uh, I don't like Joe Mixon. I I I don't like him for the rest of the year. And I don't think you're going to get a return on on what you drafted him as. Not a chance. However, he is getting some work, but man, that O line sucks. I'll give you three names, and this is going. I don't know if I'm getting too bold, or if, you know, I'm trying to be a shock jock here. Three game, three three guys. I would take over Joe Mixon for the rest of the season: James White, Devin yeah. Singletary, and Kenyon Drake. Yeah, you went too bold. Uh, you I like bold. all of them except for great Drake. I'm not a big Drake fan, I, but yeah, you it's went too far. I'll take Mixon over all three of those guys. <laughs> I said he sucks. I didn't say he's total trash. He's like, trash. Joe Mixon. Say drop trash. Joe Mixon. I said like RB three. Uh, try like RB four. No man, he's been an RB three. He's even right now, and he's had a rough start. I think he has the potential to be. You know what? You took it too far. He's a low end RB two. I'd take him around the same categories I would take David Montgomery. Joe Mixon what? isn't winning so, anything for you. Nothing. No, absolutely what, not. What other workhorses in the league are RB2, RB3s? I'm trying to think of... of workhorses uh, that are RB2s? Yeah. Uh, Sonny Michelle. Carlos would you call Hyde. I mean, I think him and Rex are pretty even-ish. I don't know. Uh, Sonny Michelle had 17 carries last game. Uh, game before that, I think he had. Um, oh, what did he have the game before that? Uh, it was a lot, but he's 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 had a good amount of carries and still has just sure. been average. Um, I think he's a good example. Um, I, I think Carlos Hyde is a really good example of a guy getting a lot of carries and he's just going to be average every game, no matter what you do. Nitrogen Sports is the number one Bitcoin betting site in the entire world. The entire world. So here's what you need to do. Head over to eatsleepfantasy.com. It's a website. Click on the Nitrogen Sports banner. You're going to see it right up top. It's going to take you to the site, um, Nitrogen Sports. And here's the deal. Number one Bitcoin betting site in the world. It's trusted. It's reliable. Easy to get money in. Easy to get money out once you win. And here is our betting segment of the week. I talked about this game earlier. The Arizona Cardinals are traveling to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. This game is exciting, not because neither team has won a game. I don't care about that. But what I do care about is passing football teams and the over-under. So the over-under right now is 47.5 points, and here's why I love this game so much. You have two of the most pass-heavy offenses in the entire NFL. What that means is the clock stops. This game is going to take four-plus hours, which means each offense is likely to have 75-plus plays. This will be a high-scoring affair. I don't care if John Ross is injured. I don't care if A.J. Green is injured. These are two of the worst defenses with the most pass-happy coordinators in the NFL. This game is going to last forever. Each team only has to score 24 points. When you're playing against the worst defenses that you have played all year, this just seems to me, man, it's going to be a very high-scoring affair. Very boring to watch bad football teams, but that's not what we're about here. Head over to Nitrogen Sports. Again, eatsleepfantasy.com. Click on the banner. Place your bet on the over 
They're going to score 50-plus points combined. Uh, you can bet on it, and I'm telling you right now, this is John. I am putting my money on it, so please feel confident in doing so. And if we lose, eh, we're not going to lose. Let's just be honest. Uh, let's go to uh, Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo. Which one did Super you Super Nintendo. I'm a, I was a Sega guy. Sonic. I had a Sega, but Super Nintendo is so much better. Yeah, Mario Kart and Super Nintendo was one of the best Mario Karts there. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, Mario Kart was pretty awesome. Have you downloaded the Mario Kart app? It's amazing, by the way. Uh, There's a Mario Kart app. Have switches. Yeah, I'm not aware of this. Yeah, it's good. It's, awesome. it's fun. Just go get a Switch, man. I don't have. You can afford it. I don't have burrito money. Yeah, because you're spending it all on Margaret. <laughs> All right, Daniel Denny says, I'm newish, started listening about a month and a half before the season, joined the group about two weeks ago or something. Just wondering, since this is a podcast and not a radio slot, why are y'all limited to one hour or less? Or I have to split them up into two parts. Just wondering because I listen to y'all and want more. Uh, people don't listen if you go on too long, yeah. if we're being very honest. Yeah, they hate – They hate uh, our episodes, just looking at our analytics, our episodes generally – uh, don't get a high finish rate when we go after 45 minutes or so. Yep. Um, so a lot of people listen to us all the way through and we appreciate it, but on average, our goal is to not bore you. If we start to bore you, it's time to end the episode. <laughs> uh, we have a top couple of waiver wire picks here. I'm going to, I'm going to breeze through those cause it's already too late. Favorite deep fried foods. Uh, well, I'm, we can go on for hours about Favorite that. Deep fried foods is anything. I like the classic of chicken. Deep fried chicken. Chicken's number one, yeah. but we don't. Is, I mean, is French fries the wrong answer here? Yes, chicken is number like one. French fries is the number one answer for me. Like that's easy. And yeah. if we want to go like un like outside the box, Oreos. Hmm. Deep fried Oreos are fucking amazing. Uh, Do you prefer steak fries or or the the McDonald's type thin ones? I don't Some like the steak. shoestring. I, I like them thinner than the steak fries. Though. Yeah. Some, I like I, that. I, it really bothers me when you get the really, really thin ones because then you have to group them like a handful together to make one fry. And Time so, out. Uh, you know how I know you're fat? <laughs> 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 Here's a question. Do you, feel, do you feel really fancy when you order truffle fries? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel oh, rich. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But just, then again, I feel fancy just ordering regular fries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So David Ogburn says, I have put a lot of time and effort into a team, a 12-man non-PPR team. I even still like how my team looks. Yeah, I'm 0-4 going to week five. What the hell do I do now? Where do you draw the line between panicking and feeling that you need to switch something up? This is actually a really good question. Um, Can I just say something? He should go to fantasygo.com <laughs> and pick an analyst. <laughs> you know, you knew I was going there. You oh, knew so. I was going there. Right now is the time to make a lot of moves, and that's actually a good one. You need to make a lot of moves, not panic, not make people feel like they can push you around because you're on four, but make moves that ensure you're upgrading one to two percent every trade, every trade, and make a bunch. That's how Armando makes it, it wins fucking leagues, or at least you know makes it to playoffs every year. Uh, I don't know about winning. <laughs> But um, does it because he just makes so many fucking trades, even if two of them are bad and five of them are good. If you make seven trades, you know what I mean? Like yep. it'll work out. So uh, don't panic, but you have to switch up a lot if you're 0 and 4. If, if you're 0 and 4, the one thing I would say as well is be cautious of the 4 and 0 guy because they are lions hunting a gazelle. Sure. Uh, they, they, can, they can smell panic and they will offer you the, the biggest uh, the, the worst trade in the world uh, just because they know that you're desperate and you feel like you've got to make a move. Otherwise you're not doing anything, you know, just, just be cautious. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, all right. Let's, uh, we're kind of getting to the end of the questions here. Um, is Preston Williams, the real deal uh, wide receiver, the dolphins rookie. He is definitely a real deal in dynasty. I think he has a, he is a lot of the value real in deal in terms of like, he wouldn't be playing on 31 other rosters. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> but he gets a, to play and gets seven targets for the dolphins and, uh, uh, he'll be fine. Give him a season or two, give him, you know, maybe the dolphins are actually, um, a decent team when they use their seven draft picks in the first two days of the draft next year. Um, but even then they are, the dolphins are closer to, 
Um, right, right now, Alabama than they are any other team in the NFL, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he can get seven targets, but you're not going to get more than 46 yards like you saw this past week. And um, I do like the opportunity. I do like the opportunity. I think one week he had 12 of 13. I might be wrong. Yeah, 12, yeah. yeah. week, week three he had 12 targets, uh, four receptions yeah. on 12 targets. I mean, to your point, he's not really doing a ton with them, but if you're desperate at a flex, you can probably rely Rosen on likes him. So uh, what's the question here? It says, is he the real deal? Uh, opportunities there. Dolphins are tanking, and they are trying to see what they have, basically. So uh, I Dynasty, like him. Desperate, sure, but again, outside of that, he probably won't crack you know my top thirty six all season long. But he'll probably be ranked somewhere between thirty six and forty eight all year. The crazy thing is, Bend- listen to this: Preston Williams has half of the Dolphins' touchdowns for the year because no. he has one. Because <laughs> he has one. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> That's Dude, awesome. No, I, look, I'm not even. I'm not a Dolphins fan anymore. So what? It is what it is. But looking at the scores for the last, I, we talk about the Dolphins way too much. I know, but it's unbelievable looking at the at the scores. I mean, ten to fifty nine, zero to forty three, six to thirty one, and ten to thirty. That's unreal. That's like that's losing bad. It's crazy. They're they're worse than you think. They're worse than anybody thinks. The Dolphins yeah. in metrics, um, I oh, fuck. I don't know the exact stat today. I, I know that I heard it on sports radio here in Miami. Um, in in analyzing metrics uh, for the Washington Redskins, who was ranked as the thirty first team, and the Dolphins the thirty second, the the numbers for the Redskins were closer to a top ten team than they were to the Dolphins, which is that kind of signifies <laughs> how bad the Dolphins are, that the gap between them and the next best team is that fucking large. But again, I will say what I've been saying all year since the preseason, the Dolphins are trying to tank, which means they'll go 3-13 and and not get the first pick. One myth I'll try and debunk real quick, I know we're running short on time, is people have this theory that if you pick a bad team, they're going to throw the ball a ton. While there's some truth to that, at the end of the day, if you look at quarterbacks who are in close games, they're going to score way more points than some Josh Rosen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's going to be down by, you know, 18 points in midway through the, the first quarter, you know, uh, just because defenses know they're going to have to throw. But in a close game, you could do anything. So, I mean, look at Philip Rivers. When his team was trash, he was not a good QB. You know, you put him the last couple of years, he's been probably a top 10 QB just because he's had a good team. That's my two cents. I'll give you one more stat just to tell you how bad the Dolphins are in the second half of games. So they've been mildly competitive for the first half of the last two games. In the second half of games this season, they have been outscored 81 to 0. That's nuts. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, oh, one last question. Chef Curtis. Thoughts on the Rams offense and the Buccaneers offense the rest of the season? Rams offense, just fine. Buccaneers, I, they're not going to be what they were last week. But um, I think the Buccaneers is improve, are improved. And Chris Godwin is legit and the real deal. And obviously we know what Mike Evans is. I think this team is a, is a pretty good team. They're a playoff team. The one thing I'll say, I think Godwin is potentially a sell high. I'm not saying he's not going to be great. You can fire him up all season long, but you can probably get yourself a stud running back for Godwin right now if you need one. Uh, he's probably going to – I don't know if he's going to – well, he's probably at his all-time high right now uh, for the rest of the year. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's going to have another game uh, like he did. So, yeah, if you're going to sell him, sell him now or keep him. But now's a good sell. I think. I think you're right. And why are people worried about the Rams' offense? You've got three startable receivers. There's not many teams in the NFL who you can say, if you have uh, Cooks, Woods, and Cup, that you fire them all up, right? I mean, the, that's the problem. Is yeah, I think that's I think it's a very good offense. The problem is Jared Goff. Yes, and he's you know throwing the ball a ton of times. I mean, one of the tops in the league over 170 times so far, over 1,200 yards. 
but he turns the ball over a lot, and that's not going to equate to winning when you're when you're given the when you're giving the ball away that much. And so, so if they're playing down, if they're not up by fourteen in the <clears> first <throat> quarter like they were last year, uh, it's not going to be as eye flying as yeah, that should have been. That's the key phrase here. The Rams' offense has been fine. They're seventh in total yards per game. They're sixth in points per game. The problem is that they're not where they were last season in terms of the big play, the the uh, the yards per play, basically. They're 13th in the league right now in that metric, and we expected them to be you know, right there neck and neck with Kansas City, um, and they're, they're not quite there where they were last year. They just got to throw it a little bit more to Brandon Cooks and actually trust... Todd Gurley to give him the ball like they did a little more this past game and he showed up a little bit more uh, the offense will hit their stride in the second half of the season but I think they're kind of trying to be this playoff ready team and easing into that and you, eh, it might be frustrating for the first half look and I know people might be yelling at me kind of talking bad about Jared Goff he did throw for over 500 yards last week I get that he also threw True. almost 70 times last week which is 68 times he threw last week, which is crazy. And they still lost 40 to 55. So, um, yeah. And I, they only gave ter- Todd Gurley, what, 10 touches, if that? Uh, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't very much. Um, so crazy. whatever whatever McVay is trying to do, I don't know. We'll see if it pans out. But anyways, I think that wraps up. We did... Dude, we oh, we didn't talk about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is top 12 offense right now in the league. Yeah. So just bear with them, man. Like, you're not going to get better than that. They don't have the talent. They have the system. Yeah. But they don't have the talent to be better than that outside of Evans and Godwin. There really isn't a lot there. Yeah. Right. I think that also leads into there was one question about uh, the top QB pickup. It's uh, Winston. Sure. Yeah. I agree. If, if Winston's out there, I think he's, he's up there. If he's on your waiver wire. You should get him. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so I guess that wraps it up. Uh, don't forget, check out our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Subscribe. The rankings are all free. You just have to log in. It's really easy. Uh, also, our app is coming up very, very soon. Uh, you're going to win a T-shirt in the next few weeks, courtesy of Fantasy Go. Speaking of Fantasy Go, fantasygo.com. Is an awesome website. Definitely check it out. You heard uh, David Spiel uh, earlier on. Uh, if you're if you're doing awesome, but you just can't get to your team, or if you're not doing very well and you need to switch some stuff up, like that one question was asked, Fantasy Go is is a way to you know to uh, win your fantasy league. So check it out. Would, look me up on there. I'm on the uh, analyst marketplace. So look for my name, Dale D. We're doing a free trial right now, so if you're interested in trying it out, if you're one and three or zero oh and four and need some help with your Yahoo team, email info at fantasygo.com and we'll hook you up. There you go, easy enough. Uh, Christian, you have any closing remarks? Yeah, uh, we need to know what you're going to name your daughter. Should can I... we do a poll? Can we can we do a poll and that picks the name of your daughter? Do it. Any chance? Go throw something out there. Do Blanche. Blanche is is. Oh, come on. Hold on. Hold on. Now you're just trying to be mean. You're not trying to have her have a good life. Ruth or Sadie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hold on, hold on. Let me, ask, let, let me ask my wife a question really quick. Hold on. Brooke. Okay, so the four names that we that we're deciding on, if I put it on Facebook, just those four names that we decided, how much money would it take that the winner of that poll I don't know about money. the name? Fuck out of here. Because Christian has some money to spend. He wants to, he wants to put money up. Like yeah. $10,000? $10, I was gonna say ten grand. Yeah, she said for ten grand, Christian. Yeah, your daughter is gonna be named Spider Pig, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right, uh, for Christian Brito again. Thanks to David uh, for joining us. Good stuff, man. Uh, is we will talk to you guys uh, the next couple of days. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe the next day. Maybe the next day. We'll see. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy. 
football enthusiast, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh -huh. Eat Sleep Fantasy.